One shy kitty and one extrovert are searching for the perfect home. These one-year-old sisters are best friends looking to be lifelong roommates. If you've got the room, come and meet Zulu and Foxtrot today. Join Nova's class Tuesday, September 19th, noon to 2 p.m. for their open house in their new location at 1034 Broadway Street in Sheridan. Stop by for light hors d'oeuvres, meet owners Jim and Cindy Wolf, and visit with their staff. Giveaways and door prizes you don't want to miss. Same great service you've come to trust, just in a new, larger location. Nova's class open house Tuesday, September 19th at 1034 Broadway Street in Sheridan, just north of Sheridan Honda. This is my half-brother, Sam. I've been filming him since he was 11. Oh, my God! Oh, Joyce! This is his mom. I felt so special around her. Joyce is here and Sam. She would dance to music with me on her shoulders. When he was 14, she vanished without telling anyone. What do two film-obsessed brothers do to solve this family mystery? At age 17, Sam and his brother take a road trip to find Sam's mom. Using every video format you can imagine, they make a movie as they travel thousands of miles looking for her. So when we set out to find your mom, did you get what you wanted? Sam Now, one of this year's films at the Wild Film Festival, September 28th through October 1st. See the weekend lineup and get your tickets now at yofilmfest.org. Hi, this is Brad at Primary Motors, where we are looking to buy your clean used vehicles, tractors, ATVs, and much more. We will also down trade and do appraisals. Here at Primary Motors, we are a full service dealership offering quality used cars, trucks, and SUVs. Our super trailer store features a wide variety of stock, utility, and cargo trailers. Primary Motors has been making customers happy for decades. See us today at 2305 Coffee Avenue in Sheridan or online at primarymotors.com. Are you tired of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank & Trust, we understand that where you bank matters and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer. You're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now this morning I am joined by Bill Rathburn, Jim Rapp, and Gail Vanderpool from the Sheridan Sundowner Lions Club. Good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning, Floyd. Now uh, I'm just I'm going to start over here with you, Jim, and we're going to go ahead and just jump right in. Who are the Lions? For those who may not know, well, our biggest thing with the Lions is to uh, assist people with uh, vision problems that they may have, like uh, for those who can't afford it to purchase eyeglasses for kids. We help with surgeries if people don't have insurance, things like that there. So 
you know, until I really got to know the Lions through this show, I, I didn't fully understand or encompass the the uh, charity that you guys actually do and, and how focused you are on the vision aspect of that. Uh, when I was a little kid, public school, I mean, I got the vision tests and all that stuff. But, you know, when you're that age, you don't know who's footing a bill. And, and what a lot of people may not know is that's the Lions Club, isn't it, Jeff? Yes, it is. And uh, when you were talking about being in grade school, we have went, we've got a vision screening machine. We go around to different schools from KC all the way up to Crow Agency and uh, testing kids. And we had one young girl that they said if we wouldn't have tested her when they did and her parents t- took her to an eye doctor, she had lost her sight in approximately oh. three weeks. So just, you know, of all the years we've been doing that for 10, 12 years, just one one thing like that there makes it well worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You could do 10,000 yeah. screenings and have everyone be fine, but then you save the vision of one right. individual. I think that's amazing. It, it's all well worth it. Uh, Bill, what are some of the things that the Lions do for the community? Well, the Lions Club uh, are quite active in the community. We, uh, we have a highway cleanup. Uh, as Jim says, we do the vision screening. In the past, we've built parks. Uh, we had a park right now where they're doing some work at the confluence of uh, Big Goose and Little Goose Creeks. We had a park there at one time. Uh, we've had a park down around the 6th Street. I think it's around 6th Street somewhere. We put a park in many, many years ago. So those are some of the things we do for the community anyway. So, I mean, it's not just about vision, but Gail, why did the Lions step up and become crusaders of, of, of vision impairment? Uh, I just wanted to mention that our club is um, 103 years old. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, Congratulations. And, um, when the Lions uh, were first getting going, um, uh, Helen Keller came and uh, and asked for us to become uh, Knights of the Blind. And wow. so we've uh, been dedicated to that for a really long time as as an organization. And we're, and we're a worldwide organization. There are over a million um, members throughout the world in Lions Club. So um, although service organizations seem to be struggling, um, we are big everywhere. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and you're right. You know, I've, I've heard a lot, like a lot of veterans organizations and other places are struggling with membership and uh, trying to get, you know, people in there. Helen Keller, uh, you know, for those who may not recognize that name, I would suggest that you give her a goog and uh, look up all the things that she did. But that uh, that's a heck of a charge from a heck of a public figure. Uh, she was an advocate for individuals with uh, hearing, seeing, and, and, and speaking impairments uh, back when that really wasn't even popular to do, was it, uh, to be an advocate. So... When we talk about members, uh, Gail, how long have you been a member? I'm sort of a newbie. I um, moved back here from Illinois, and I joined, I believe it was five years ago. I may be going on six years now. 
Um, my dad used to be a member of this club, and so I I joined in his honor. Oh, fantastic. And, um, and my sister is a member as well. It's a family tradition <laughs> yes. uh, down the line. I think that's amazing. <laughs> now, it, Bill, what about you? How long have you been a member? Well, first I want to say that Gail, I would call her a legacy member. Her, her <laughs> yes, dad, absolutely. Her dad was a member of both clubs, uh, the Lions Clubs, uh, joined together. We had two Lions Clubs in Sheridan up until about uh, 2012. And uh, at that time, both clubs were diminishing in members, so we joined together. But uh, uh, her dad was a member of the Noon Club and then later became a member of the Sundowner Club. So what a legacy member. Absolutely. And both Gail and her sister are members of, of Lions Club. I've been a member for about 51 years, so I've got a long time. And I'll go back to the time when we had the... Uh, the Sheridan College basketball tournament. That was our big fundraiser until Sheridan College ran out of uh, sports teams. But quite a while. Yeah. And why did you join? What was it about the Lions? You saw something in them that made you want to be a part of that value system. You're taking my memory back 51 years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's a long time. Uh, I, I would imagine I joined because I wanted to be part of the community. Uh, I was born and raised in this community, but I had moved away for about eight years, uh, going to college and, and working in other places. And when I came back, I wanted to be a part of the community, and I think that's, that's why I, I joined a service club. And I think, my, I, think the, I was working for the VA at the time, and I think the director of the VA was a Lions member, and he might have might have encouraged me to join that club. It gave you a nudge in that yes. direction anyway. Right. I, and I think that's a fantastic way to meet very active, very involved people, jump into a service club uh, or organization. Um, you know, I've had individuals that I did stories on in the past who had just showed up to the area that I was writing in. And within only a couple months, they seemed to just know everyone and had their fingers in every uh, service pie out there, you know, and getting things done in the community. And that is how they did it. Joined a club. They got involved. They didn't sit around and wait for things to happen. They were doers. And so if, if folks have moved into the community and they feel like they want to be involved, I think this is an excellent way to get it done. Jim, what about you? What got you involved and uh, how long you been a member? Well, I've been a member just a little bit less than Bill. I think we both joined in 1972, and he was like in March, and I was in November. And, uh, well, the reason we became involved, our neighbor came over and wanted to know if I wanted to go drinking beer two nights about. <laughs> so that there's what started it, and I'm still doing it. Not so much drinking beer, but... <laughs> but good lure, right? <laughs> really? <laughs> I think it's fantastic. That's a great reason. Now, if I wanted to join, uh, how do I go about doing that, Jim? Do I walk down and, and sign my name? Or? Well, we've got a uh, old Facebook page. You can go on there and get the contact information, or you can talk to any Lions member. And uh, Thursday, we'll be at our third Thursday booth downtown. And we meet the second and fourth Tuesdays at 6 o'clock at Killy's. And anybody's welcome to come in and 
sit down and and maybe just listen to a meeting yes. before they join yes. up. Yeah, kind of see how things are run. It's a very open organization. Now, what is expected of the members? Uh, Gail, I'll come to you. What's expected of me as a member of the Lions Club? Well, it's it's up to each member. Um, right now, our uh, membership has dwindled. I'm sad to say, but um, we are mostly. Um, focused on fundraising and so um, we need a lot of people to do a lot of jobs as you will hear about our bike ride coming up this weekend um, uh, it, it's appreciated if members come to the meeting so that we can have their input as well but I'd, I'd say really it's all the behind the scenes work that we do with fundraising and it really gives uh, individuals a fantastic set of values and, and a goal towards um, with a great group of people. And I think a lot of individuals out there uh, are probably missing that, especially in post-COVID world. Uh, when organizations couldn't meet for the longest time. Some organizations, a lot of organizations, had a drop in membership mm -hmm. during that. And and I imagine you did as well. Well, it's time to start bringing people back into the fold. It's time to go out and start getting some more recruits. So, folks, if you want to make a difference in the lives of children, in the lives of a lot of individuals who may have a vision problem, this is how to do it. Uh, all right. I'm going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Lions and the main event gravel grinder bike race. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Share it in. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC. Hey you, yeah, you with this scafoozy house. It looks like some sketchy things been going on over there. In the yard, it looks like you've been burying things in it. I'm just saying, you ain't gonna get no real estate agent to take you seriously. And you can't sell at Fizbo or as is. It's a kiss of death in real estate. Trust me, I know. You want to get it sold? I know a guy, Devin at Wild Renovation. He'll come out, take a look, and make you an offer you. I can't refuse. Find them at wildrenovation.com or on Facebook. Have you heard about that new voodoo acupuncturist? Where you don't even have to go in to get poked? Well, the same goes for you fixing or tuning up your own 4 before for hunting season or getting firewood. Because you won't do it. And if you do do it, you'll do it wrong. Hand those service center to the rescue. You can either bring it in or, like that voodoo acupuncturist, you don't even have to be there. For a small fee, Handos will come and get it, fix it, and bring it back again, ready to tackle terrain like a boss. Handos Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. Today is the day. Monday, September 18th is the last day to enter this year's Sheridan Startup Challenge. Impact 307 is looking for entrepreneurs with great new product and service ideas, and those judged to have the most potential will compete for a share of $100,000 in seed funding to get their venture launched. You can find the application at impact307.org or call 675-1939, and we can point you in the right direction. 
The challenge closes at 11.59 p.m. tonight. Don't delay. Apply today. When you talk to your pets, this is what they hear. And your dog replies... Hey, Mr. Whiskers, I think he's saying we're getting new dog and cat food from Northwest Naturals. Raw diets for dogs and cats sold locally only at the Health Nut. He says Northwest Naturals has cat treats, too. Which means you guys stay here. I'm going to the Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall right now. Your health and well-being are so important, which is why we have many ways for you to invest in self-care on the fall online auction on SheridanMedia.com. We've got a variety of health and beauty and relaxation and preventative treatments from balanced healing, salt and sauna, clear air wellness, solitude spa at Crossroads Health, Mirror Mirror Salon, Forever Flawless, and Rose Petal Beauty. Take care of you so you can be there for others and get more than you budgeted for. Shop the fall online auction now through September 21st on SheridanMedia.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning I'm speaking with Bill Rathburn, Jim Rapp, and Gail Vanderpool from the Sheridan Sundowner Lions Club. Now, the Lions conduct vision screenings, equipping hospitals and clinics, uh, distributing medicine, raising awareness of eye diseases. Lions work towards their mission of providing vision for all. They've extended this commitment to sight conservation through countless local efforts and through our their international Sight First program which works to eradicate blindness. This is a task that was given to the Lions Club by Helen Keller herself. These efforts are not free. So, Gail, let's talk about the upcoming Maine, spelled M-A-N-E, event gravel grinder bike race. When is this taking place? Uh, This coming Saturday, September 23rd, We'll have um, three races um, of varying distances. I, I want Jim to talk about part of this. Absolutely. <laughs> but, um, uh, it's, uh, we start out at um, Wyarno Bar and Grill, and this is our third year doing it out there, and it's just lovely, really nice people. Um, uh, our good friends, Pauline and Cody out there, they take really good care of the riders and, and all the support staff and um kids are running all over it's going to be a real fun day so that's the part i like uh the weather's supposed to be beautiful and um all of the registration fees and um whatever money we bring in it's it's hopefully our biggest fundraiser of the year and and it'll go towards all those great programs yes to help vision and uh hopefully one day eradicate blindness yeah. I mean, that's the overall goal. Jim, why don't you, you got some distances for me? What, what are the distances of this bike race? Okay, there's one is 80 mile, another is 50, and a third is 25 miles. My goodness. 80 mile ride. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Let's put it this way. I, I got my driver's license in 1960. I haven't been on a bicycle since. <laughs> Not, not really a, a bicycler, huh, Jim? No. <laughs> How about you, Bill? 
Oh, I do ride bike, but uh, I, I, I don't get involved in this race because I have too many responsibilities. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I imagine you guys are doing quite a bit behind the scenes for this thing. The logistics behind it, uh, I imagine, would just be staggering because um, I, I think this is probably one of the bigger races in Sheridan County, isn't it? I mean, you guys draw in quite a few people over the past couple of years. Yeah, we aren't near the size of the one, the Dead Sweet. Like the Dead Sweet, right. yeah, yeah. We're probably about uh, 15, 20% of what, what they are. But, but this is still yeah. in its, you know, infant, infant stage, I guess. And, and one day, you know, once it really gets out, all those people that participate in the Dead Sweet... Oh, they'll be knocking at your door for this as well. Now, how many riders have we really seen in the past? Do we have a number around, or around fifty in the past? We're we hit that already. We'll get well over that for this year ride. Absolutely. Now, Bill, how does somebody sign up for this thing? Well, they can sign up uh, in a couple ways. First of all, uh, people listening right now, if they would just go to maineventgravel.com, Main Event Gravel, and remember, Main is spelled M-A-N-E, like the lion's mane, uh, the maineventgravel.com, and they can sign up there. Uh, we're going to be taking sign-ups on Friday night uh, out at Wyarno, and they can also sign up the morning of the race. All right, so if, if we're people like me and we procrastinate too long, we can still get in there and get mm. uh, get a number the morning of. Correct. Yes, yes, Fantastic. What uh, what are our entry fees looking like? Is it different for the different lengths of the race? Yes, the 80 mile is now, for the late entry fees, is $115. 50 mile is $95. And seventy-five mile or uh, twenty-five mile is seventy-five dollars. Now, do you remember right offhand, Jim? Do you see a lot of people go for those longer distances, or do you see the majority of folks sign up for say like the twenty-five? No, the majority go for the fifty. Oh, really? Kind yes. of split the difference, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. fifty miles. I don't know. I can't remember the last time. <laughs> I, uh, I well, I don't think I've ever ridden a bike fifty miles. That's that's <laughs> quite a trek, and it's mostly on gravel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so this is kind of one of those races uh, for individuals looking for maybe a little a, a different adventure. And I can only imagine. Uh, I don't know the route. Does the route take me up and show me some pretty scenic views? Very much so. You'll go on the 80 mile, they will go down, leave Arnold, and come in toward town and then go down Lower Prairie Dog and then come back through the hills and come down to the Decker Road. And then the 50 mile will come into town, go down the Dump Road or East Ridge Road, I guess they call it now, and then go out. And the 80 mile will meet them there, and then from the from then on, they'll go up, go out Highway 14 for a couple of miles, then get on North Cat Creek Road, and then go out all the way up to Ulm, and then come back down to Wyerno. You know, I've even though I've never participated in something like this, I certainly see the draw. Runners talk about reaching that runner's high, um, a moment of bliss when they're out there and it's just them and and the world around them 
And I really do see a kindred spirit there with these long-distance bikers who push their bodies to the limit, and they get out there, and it's just them and the sound of their tires on the road and the beautiful scenery around them. So I definitely see the draw of that. Now, Gail, where, where can I go to learn more about this uh, if, if I was looking? Just head on over to that maineventgravel.com, or are you guys going to give me some information uh, at a booth or something? So. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> we will be at the last third Thursday um, on the 21st, this Thursday, and um, we'll, we're welcoming any bikers to stop by and get more information and sign up with us if they want. And we're also um, having a, a raffle in conjunction with the ride, and um, so we've got our prizes um, for that um, that we'll do the drawing on Saturday at Wyarno after the race. Uh, and so you can buy raffle tickets as well. And um, hopefully you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, may the odds be ever in your favor, right? Gail, now, Gail can you mention some of the supporters? <laughs> oh, we have um, a long list of people who are helping pay for our food and and all the various uh, expenses of putting this thing on and we'd really like to thank them and, and it includes hospital pharmacy sheridan bicycle company who, who provide us with so much support um over all the years <laughs> um the spine of wyoming chiropractic tom balding bits and spurs big shifter eye care of the bighorns sheridan eye care center fosic creative Wyo Vision Associates, Hammer Nutrition, Wyarno Bar and Grill, Blue Quill Fly Company, and Wearing Sheridan Chevrolet. And there you go, folks. Third Thursdays, stop by the booth, sign up for the race, buy yourself a couple raffle tickets, and while you're there, if you want to be involved in a great organization that works very hard for the community and has a time-tested value system, Sign up for the Lions Club while you're right there. All right. Bill, Jim, Gail, thank you all so much for coming in and speaking with me this morning. It is always a pleasure having the Lions in. Thank you. Thank Thank you. All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with Whitney Benefits Executive Director, Aaron Kilbride. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Are you tired of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank & Trust, we understand that where you bank matters and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer. You're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Moss Holders wants you to be ready for guests this upcoming holiday season. So right now, all dining room furniture is on sale. Moss Holders has a large in-stock selection of dining sets, but if you can't find the perfect set in our showroom, all orders are on sale too. Even better, almost all orders will arrive in time for Thanksgiving and Christmas, so you can make memories around a new dining set this year. Choose from tables that seat 10 or 12 guests or downsize and find a set perfect for four or two people. That's Moss Holders Dining Room Sale going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. 
Get ready, September explorers. It's time to embark on cozy journeys through the fall foliage. And where should that journey begin? Wearing Sheridan Chevrolet, your premier destination for discovering the perfect vehicle for your early fall adventures. As the leaves change, so does their pre-owned inventory. Vehicles are rolling off the lot as fast as the leaves are falling. September is the month to change your ride. Experience the wearing way of buying vehicles. Wearing Sheridan Chevrolet. 107 East Alger. Online, Wearing Sheridan. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. The Total Store remodel is underway at Legacy Diamond and Gems. They are open at a temporary location, 17 East Lauk Street, between P.O. News and the Chocolate Tree. Legacy Diamond and Gems will continue their full-service jewelry and watch repair and personalize custom designs from their two graduate bench jewelers. You can also set up an appointment to view inventory from other departments. Legacy Diamond and Gems will reopen soon. In the meantime, visit online at LegacyDiamondGems.com or stop by 17 East Lauk's in Sheridan. Join the Sheridan Sundowners Lions Club for the third annual main event gravel grinder charity bike ride. With 25, 50, and 80 mile events to choose from, all courses start and end at Wyarno, with moderate routes suitable for both novice and veteran rider alike. Taking place on September 23rd, rolling hills and fall colors await. And don't forget, it's for a great cause. Proceeds from registration go to help fund vision screenings, eye exams, glasses, and even operations for youth and needy residents of Sheridan County. For more information, visit maineventgravel.com. Sheridan County School District number two is hiring a school nurse at Henry A. Coffeen Elementary. This position offers free medical and dental insurance and will get school holidays and summers off. Candidates must hold a current Wyoming registered nurse license and work Monday through Friday, 745 a.m. to 245 p.m. with a starting salary of $27,000 to $33,000 depending on experience. The district is also hiring full-time custodians and part-time cooks helpers. Learn more online at scsd2.com. Today is the day. Monday, September 18th is the last day to enter this year's Sheridan Startup Challenge. Impact 307 is looking for entrepreneurs with great new product and service ideas, and those judged to have the most potential will compete for a share of $100,000 in seed funding to get their venture launched. You can find the application at impact307.org or call 675-1939, and we can point you in the right direction. The challenge closes at 11.59 p.m. tonight. Don't delay. Apply today. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. Proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. Now, approximately nine months ago, Whitney Benefits named a new executive director after an extensive nationwide search. And I want you to welcome to the show the executive director of Whitney Benefits, Aaron Kilbride, and student loan administrator, Jennifer Stefano. Good morning, ladies, and welcome back to the show. Good morning, Floyd. Morning. Now, Jennifer, I have I have had you in here in the past. Uh, you are the individual who basically makes sure that this loan money gets from point A to point B uh, and to the proper individuals. Now, what is it about student loans that you 
enjoy? <laughs> that is a loaded question. I know it is. Um, it, it, it's a lot of work. I love it is a lot of work, but I love it. We have some really dynamic students that come through our loan program that do really great things. They're just great people, most of them. Um, they you know, do great things in the world, whether they're teachers or engineers or doctors or lawyers. And they're, for the most part, extremely grateful to receive an interest-free student loan. And granted, it's a loan and they pay it back, but they're just grateful because we have a very easy process of getting the loan and then receiving the loan while they're going to school. Um, I just, I strive to make that really easy for them. Um, And they're just you know, doing great things and being good people and, you know, teaching our youth and, you know, doing medicine and attorneys and, you know, it's very fulfilling. It's very fulfilling. You know, and we get some that move back to Sheridan, you know, and they, you know, give back to our community, but it's just really fun. When did we see a dip in applications over the COVID period? We have. Yeah, we have. And actually, um, there's been a dip in just, you know, students attending school across the country, quite frankly. Um, We don't do a lot of vocational loans. I don't understand why we don't do a lot of vocational loans. Um, But we do quite a few academic loans. But yeah, we have had a dip over the last few years in students um, applying for student loans, unfortunately. And have you seen that come back at all? Yeah, yeah, somewhat, somewhat. Steadily, it is coming back. So it's like um, a slow gain. Yeah, it's not it a is, jump. it is a slow gain. Um, you know, the cost of education is rising. You know, it's not getting any less expensive to go to school. It's just getting more and more expensive. And so I think that that is a deterrent for a lot of students. Um, the majority of our students that apply for a student loan with us, they do not go to, sh- or um, they're they're not going to Sheridan College. They're going outside of Sheridan um, because I think that it is more affordable for students to attend Sheridan College or any community college, quite frankly. Um, I think it is more accessible for students to get free aid to go to local community colleges. Like They have a lot of local scholarships and things like that available. And I always tell students that if you can get free money, that's the best kind of money that you don't have to pay back. Um, but, you know, we still have, you know, the majority of our students go to the University of Wyoming and, you know, universities outside of the state but the majority of our students are going to UW and grad school quite a few grad school students oh too. really mm-hmm. and, and yep. see that's good to hear because mm-hmm. grad school is basically kind of the step past where we're and I hate to say this but where we're socially supposed to be right like uh, it, first it was oh everyone's got to get a high school education now oh yes. everyone needs that associates oh everyone needs that bachelor's and so to go into like a graduate school and you're seeking mm-hmm. either a master's or, you know, gosh, even farther past yes. that into Ph.D. world or maybe going into law. It's it's rare to see, but it's good to hear that Whitney Benefits also supports that. Can we you tell folks how we do? We absolutely do. Um, and the, a good majority of graduate school students anymore, they're doing grad school online, ironically. Um, and it, we get quite a few teachers that are going to graduate school. Um, they've really shortened the process. You don't have to travel, you know, outside of your community really to do a lot of your grad school um, classes or anything like that. It's all online. So um, we did make a change in this last year to our loan application process. So now students, um, if they didn't graduate from a Sheridan or a Johnson County High School, we changed the residency. So if you've lived in Sheridan or Johnson County for the last four years consecutively, you can apply for a Whitney Benefit student loan. 
So whether you're doing, you know, a master's in nursing or teaching or, you know, you're going to law school or whatever, um, yeah, we, we definitely support all of those We have those several students. med school students right now mm-hmm. that have loans with us. So med mm-hmm. school, law school, um, yep, if you're further in your education and you meet those requirements... Mm-hmm. You can come get and, a loan. And with COVID, we've had to we've had to pivot, like you said, with online schooling. Um, I don't get a lot of, of undergrad that are doing online, although we do have some. Um, even students that are going to the University of Wyoming or any other um, in-person school, a lot of their classes might be online. They might be about 50-50. Um, but we do online. I mean, graduate school, it's crazy to me that you can get a master's degree or even an undergraduate degree online. It, it is kind of surprising, isn't it? Because I remember when I was up at UW, uh, I had a couple friends who were in graduate school in the English program. And you're just like, oh, my God. Like, they were busy from sun up to sundown. They never had an opportunity to go out and do anything. And to think that you can achieve that now at mm-hmm. home, mm-hmm. maybe working a part-time, even a full-time, full-time job. Most of the teachers and nurses that are in graduate school that get a loan from us, I mean, they are working full-time. They're, you know, they're teaching our kids or they're working at the VA or the hospital or in a doctor's office here in town. You know, they're, they're doing full-time graduate school at the same time and raising families. So, And you kind of saw a massive increase in this and i'm putting words in your mouth but you saw an increase in this after covid mm-hmm. so obviously the dawn of the internet age uh kind of got a bit of a, a bump oh, yeah. uh when people had to start zooming into work zooming into class and now mm-hmm. i see i had a theory this technology is not going away these opportunities are not going away this is now just another avenue to get your education at your own pace and 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 i think it's it's here to stay if not be improved upon and uh god who knows what the future holds so if i'm sitting at home right now and i'm listening to this i've always thought about doing something maybe i've life got in the way and a couple years have passed and i thought that opportunity was gone who's eligible to to come in sit down with you and uh, get a little bit of money to help out a good majority of people. I mean, if you are not a traditional student, you know, I mean, maybe you're a mom and you, you know, took some time out of the workforce or, you know, getting your education to raise your family. I mean, you can apply for a student loan if you graduated from a Sheridan or Johnson County High School or if you've lived in Sheridan or Johnson County consecutively for the last four years or if you received um, your uh, your educational certification some other way like your GED or your set. Um, the majority of our students, though, they have they are a Sheridan or a Johnson County graduate, so there's no age limit to when a student can actually apply for a student loan with us. Um, I've had, and and it's generally women, um, but I've had you know people that are 50 years old apply for a student loan because they're going to go to the nursing program at Sheridan College. Yeah, you know, so it's pretty fascinating to me. Now, when it comes to amounts that are given. I know a lot of people have got that on their mind. They might be thinking, oh, well, yeah, they'll help me out, but what are they going to cover? What are we looking at when it comes to the amounts that are awarded to individuals? we, We do fund our loans a little bit differently depending on if you get an undergraduate loan or you get a graduate school loan. So lifetime limit students can borrow up to a total of 40,000 from us for undergraduate. They can borrow up to a total of 24 and then that additional 16 for graduate school or if they didn't receive an undergraduate loan from us, they can apply for the full 40 for grad school. And then that's based on what the cost of attendance is. 
So, but your typical undergraduate student, they can borrow up to a total of 6,000 per academic year. And then we disperse that over the term of, of the year, um, like 3,000 for the fall, 3,000 for the spring. So graduate school is a little different. Um, just for example, if you're in a t you're going to law school, you've never received a loan from us, and you apply for the full forty thousand. Um, I split that over the six terms that they're attending law school. Wow! So <laughs> it's think, a huge relief to a, a lot of those kids. Absolutely, uh, and and you know. No amount uh, is is can be you know turned down. Like you said, you know, take advantage of this, get this money. It all will help in the end. And, well, the, and no interest is a very big deal. Oh, and huge. We are. Um, I'm. I'm telling you, I think that there's going to be a huge crisis coming up here real soon. Now that those federal loans are starting to acquire. Um, interest and then those payments are going to be starting again the beginning of October for all those people that have been deferred for the last few years not having to make their student loan payments you know and so who knows what that's going to look it's like at the bad. end huh it's going to be bad how long does the process usually take if i was at home with my student and and we're like okay well we've got time I know, I know. There's everybody no such thing. That. Is that everybody says that. There's no <laughs> such thing. So <clears throat> Today is the best day yeah. to get it done. Yeah, so for example, so we have different seasons for our student loan process. So the fall season starts April the 1st, and it goes until September 1st to apply for a student loan. For the spring semester, um, the application will open back up again October the 1st, and it'll go to March 1st. Um, so I do um, I do have those set periods of time. I do have a month, you know, like the month of September, the student loan application's not available. Then the month of March, it's not available. Once a student applies for a loan, they don't need to reapply for another undergraduate loan. Once they're in, they're in. They do, would have to reapply for graduate school. But, you know, my I always encourage kids to apply sooner than later. Um, you know, if you're a senior this year, you have a senior this year, I would definitely encourage you and your child to apply for that student loan in April or in May and get the process done, get the application submitted, so then you know you have that financial aid. Um, and you don't have to worry about it. Um, I do get plenty of students, though, about the middle of August, they're panicking because they don't know how they're going to pay for school. And then it's a rush to get the application done. And then the kids usually at school by the time it's, you know, we get it processed and ready to go. Um, but I personally, I, I process, process them pretty quickly. You know, it's a first come, first serve basis. We don't have a set number of loans that we approve every year. But, you know, get it done and I'll do my part as soon as everything's received. You know, the application, um, which would include taxes and then their upcoming school schedule. And then um, I need to receive their high school and college transcripts if they have any of those, too. But so. not like a FAFSA. We do not like require that. FAFSA, and FAFSA is changing. Um, it will not be available until December this year because they are making a lot of different changes really? to it. Mm -hmm. Yep, I, that's what I've been told. I don't know what all the changes are yet, but it's supposedly supposed to be better, which it's it needs to be because yeah, it's a nightmare. That's why they're uh, late rolling that out because <laughs> usually they roll it out October 1st, and, and yeah. they encourage students to fill it out as soon as they can in October, but it'll be a couple months delayed because of these changes this year. Wow. I did not know that. I mm -hmm. haven't seen anything about that uh, poking its head up in the news I yet. believe they've taken away the mobile app. So you used to be able to do the FAFSA mobily. Can't do it. No mobile app anymore. Mm -hmm. There must it's have been be a security issue or something I like that. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? It's never been an easy thing to fill out. No. I Never has. I, no. We'll yeah. say it for what it's it is. It's a nightmare. Everyone who has sat down, every parent and every student who has sat down to fill out a FAMSA, that is probably one of the most daunting tasks of going to college. 
Because it's yeah. almost like a given. Well, Just signing your, into it. Yeah. Where's your FAFSA at? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's one thing that I can remember. A lot of people asking, I was military, and they covered a lot of the expenses. And a lot of kids don't qualify for FAFSA, but yet your school still requires you to fill it out. Right. So I just like to encourage people to apply for our student loan. We never require them to take the money if they don't need to borrow it, but... If you're gonna ha- if a student is gonna need to borrow money, then this is the best route to take. You know, we do have two other foundations in Sheridan that do interest-free student loans: the Perkins Foundation and the Bryan Foundation. Same thing. Get your application in. Get approved for the loan. You don't have to take it if you don't need to, but it's better to borrow from us than it is to borrow from an interest-bearing loan. And yeah. that's what I like to tell students that you know you that way you'll know when you're planning your budget every single year you'll have this money to rely on. Absolutely. And you won't have to worry about that piling up on your behind. Yes. Uh, You know, a lot of people talk about, well, I pay the bare minimum on my student loan. Well, yeah. you're probably just paying interest. Oh, absolutely. You're probably not even paying absolutely. on the loan and itself. I've right. had kids in the past, they'll call me and they'll be like, okay, I need to borrow X amount of, of money. And I'm like, that's a really weird amount. Where did you get that from? And they're like, oh, well, my federal loan's covering up to that amount and this is what I have to borrow. And I'm like, why would you not borrow your Whitney money first yeah. before that other money? Absolutely. So, so. And all honesty like stopping by your office mm-hmm. uh and and you have a lot of time to give to someone who may have like, a lot of questions absolutely i i thrive on that i love it i love going to the high schools i'm going to a college fair tomorrow out at sheridan college i love it um our application is actually all online it is mobile friendly um but yeah i mean anytime i mean i have lots of kids i've i actually have a kid in college right now i'm one that just recently graduated so i and i'm over the years, have become fairly knowledgeable on financial aid, and I love helping kids with this kind of stuff. Love it. Whether it's for our loan or just the process of, you know, getting into school or just figuring it out. Uh, Jennifer, you are, you are a rare angel, my <laughs> friend. Uh, when someone's trying to navigate the financials of going to college. It's hard. It's It could be it can be one of those things that puts you off from going back oh, to absolutely. school. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, last year I go to the Sheridan high school hosts a lot of different events and, um, Sheridan college is, has a really neat benefit that if you, I think it's a 20 set 24 on your ACT and you have what, at least a 3.0 maybe on your GPA, you can get free tuition at Sheridan college. And, Last fall, I went to one of these events at Sheridan High School, and there was a kid that he was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to do anything, you know, blah, blah, blah. I can't really afford to go to school. And I said, well, let me see your transcript. And the kid had a 24 on his ACT, and he's very, you know, had like a 3.5 cumulative GPA. And I'm like, Holy cow. buddy, you can go to Sheridan College for free. Prime candidate Oh, right yeah. There. I mean, there was a guy from Sheridan College there, and I'm like, you need to go talk to him right now. And I was like, hey, this kid can, he's, you need him. And yeah. the kid was just blown away. He couldn't even believe it. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. So but, just that little, like mm-hmm. so many people hear, oh, well, this is such a task and it's so expensive. And if you were to come from a, a family that didn't have a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of kids automatically grow up just writing it off. Well, I won't ever yes. go to college. So yeah, and there's, they just don't realize there's resources. Yeah. Oh, and there's tons. You know, all of our high schools have great, great resources. They have some very, very helpful people that have a lot of information the information is out there, you know, they just need to put themselves out there a little bit and take it, take advantage of it. Jennifer, if I was trying to get a hold of you, mm-hmm. what would I do? 
you can email me, um, studentloans at whitneybenefits.org. You can call us, uh, 307-674-7303, or you can stop by our office, 145 North Connor, Suite 1. Thank you so much, Jennifer. I greatly appreciate that. I'm going to switch over here to Mrs. Kilbride. Ma'am, how are you? I'm well, thanks. Uh, Now, you've been in charge of Whitney Benefits, uh, well, the executive director, for about nine months now, getting settled in. I am, yeah, settled in, and it helps to have wonderful oh, staff, yeah. right? They know what they're doing <laughs> to Absolutely. only settle in. So you know, it's, it's been great talking to like said city council members and and the mayor. You know, it's it's one of those situations. They know what's going on, but then you get a department head in here, and holy goodness, now you get the details right. and you get the finite, interesting part about a lot of the projects going on around town. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to the things that you've done in the past, you were at the Tongue River Valley Community Center. And I was just wondering, you know, nine months under your belt now, what what's the contrast there? Uh, is, is it really different uh, than running the community center? Or is it just, hey, just a lot more on my plate? Yeah, good question. Um, a lot of the same, but much different so um you know running the community center two facilities two twenty-four thousand square foot facilities um you know anywhere from five to 12 employees at one given time so a lot of different dynamics around the community center lots of programs at one time lots of evening and weekends events so uh to to whitney benefits where i a little different. I'm in front of my computer a lot. I'm on the phone a lot. I'm in meetings a lot. Um, but yeah, a lot, lot more on my plate in a different way. But I've just told people, you know, I, I think organizational management, people management, just really kind of the same. I think as a as a, a leader and an administrator, you have your certain way. Um, whether you're running two facilities and 18 employees or five employees in a, a small office in a, um, a student loan program and a park and just kind of uh, advocating for Sheridan College. It's different, but it's similar. Um, so I would say a lot of, you know, the same things, a lot of skills transferred right over, right, with especially being a leader and an administrator uh, for so many years. Um, but it's different, and it's been uh, really enjoyable getting to know um, something new and, and diving into the community in a different way. Absolutely. And and I'm sure there's so many details behind the scenes that people don't see how you right. get these programs up and running, how they're maintained. And and I, I was just really curious how, how that contrasted between the two. But as as an executive director, your tip of the spear. You're up there guiding the values of the founder. And uh, I, I was just really curious how, how you administrated that, and I greatly appreciate it. So, yeah. But uh, I want to thank you both for coming in this morning. It is always a pleasure. Jennifer, it's good to see you thank again. You. Aaron, you thank you for stopping yeah, in. Absolutely. One it's of these great. days, I want to I corral you and ask you a couple more questions. Yeah, we'll, we're, we'll, you know us. We'll be back on. <laughs> All right. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. 
as part of their community commitment, the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. If you've been thinking about getting a new pickup truck, we have just the vehicle for you. The new Honda Ridgeline is great on and off-road with 280 horsepower, all-wheel drive, and the capability to tow up to 5,000 pounds. Can a Ridgeline tow that talent I've been eyeballing? It sure can. The Ridgeline also has the two-way functioning tailgate, meaning the tailgate can fold down and swing open for easy access to the storage trunk in the bed. Come check it out yourself. Visit Sheridan Honda today. Rooted in Wyoming cultivates educational gardens and promotes local food. You can support our work by becoming a sponsor or by joining our online auction for our 7th annual fundraiser. Through September 23rd at 8.15 p.m., bid on fabulous items like an African safari, works by local artists, jewelry, and experiences. Visit rootedinwyoming.org for more information. Help us create a more resilient local food system. Ukrainian native and world-renowned pianist Dmitro Kony performs at the Wyo Theater tomorrow night at 7. Receiving his first piano lesson at four years of age, he later went on to study in Kiev before earning the bronze medal in the 16th Van Cliburn International Piano Competition. Get your tickets today for Dimitro Kony at the Wyo Box Office or online at wyotheater.com. Guess what? We just doubled your entertainment budget. SheridanMedia.com's fall online auction has over 20 local food, shopping, and entertainment businesses with items up for bid. Like Frackleton's, Just Let Do It, Eagle's Nest, Pizza Hut, Rooster, Centennial Theaters. Cottonwood Kitchen, Mr. Jim's Pizza, Sheridan Stationery, Java Moon, Powder River Pizza, Smith Alley Brewing. As well as Expressions Art Gallery, Hidden Bridge Golf, Burger Wagon, Red Shed Redos, and even more. $20,000 worth of stuff to bid on. Shop the fall online auction now on SheridanMedia.com. KROE, Sheridan, broadcasting from the Wyoming Corporate Office Studios.